Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 103, Fuel Injector Waveform Diagnostics. Uh, again, I'm, I'm doing this one uh, for people that are interested. Uh, obviously, when they're talking about waveform diagnostics, what you're all ultimately doing is using what's called a DSO, a digital storage oscilloscope. So, um, you know, again, this is an article. Uh, maybe somebody has one at their house. They really like to get technical with their car. Or maybe they're contemplating, you know, getting one. They are available in all different kinds of shapes, sizes, prices, you name it. So certainly it's within the price range of a person who uh, wants to work on their own car and, and really kind of get into it, as they say. You don't have to spend two or $3,000. Uh, you can, and more. Um, there's laptop PC-based ones, and there's also ones that are little tiny handheld that are hardly any bigger than a, uh, a smartphone. So it's all over the place. And again, this is I'm going to be reading verbatim from an article in a trade magazine. Uh, this one is called Underhood Service. And this article is by Andrew Markell. Just wanted to give him credit up front. And uh, just real quick commercial. Again, um, I've made, uh, if you want to donate and help support the podcast, I'd appreciate it. If you go to podbean.com and then do a search for Brad Kyle's MotorWorks podcast, uh, that's the main podcast page. In the upper right-hand corner, you'll see a, a link to become a patron. And I would appreciate it. Uh, it shows us five dollars a month. You can give less. You can give more. It's up to you totally. And the benefit of it is that I've made some of the podcasts um, that are only available for pay, uh, pay for for subscription type thing. The ones I've chosen are ones that I know that the information that's there. It's through forty years of working on cars and and you know being with customers and dealing with them and seeing some of the things they've gone through. And so what I've done is I've picked the podcast that if you apply the information I give you uh, in your car world experience and life, uh, you could save yourself, if not thousands, tens of thousands of dollars in car repairs and or other expenditures that you may or may not make. And um, hopefully it, it, it uh, you know, relieves, relieves some stress from your car life experience. And like I say, you've saved some money. So... That was kind of the goal on that, and I, I picked the podcast that, like I say, in my opinion, uh, helped to uh, really save you some time and money. So I hope you uh, decide to donate, and I appreciate the help and support. So here we go. Fuel injector waveform diagnostics. No matter if it is a high-pressure direct fuel injector or port fuel injector, both operate the same way. The injector is a valve that opens and closes at precise intervals. On one side of the injector is pressurized fuel, on the other is a nozzle aimed at the combustion chamber. On the majority of injectors, an electromagnetic coil is energized by a driver in the engine control module. As the coil is saturated by energy, the pintle moves upwards against a spring, allowing fuel to be injected into the engine. The latest direct fuel injection piezoelectric fuel injectors work in the same manner, but instead of a spring, the movement of the pintle is controlled with a piezo disc arrayed in a stack around the pintle. These discs change in shape when the electricity is applied. 
Since the pinnal movement is not dependent on a copper coil becoming saturated with electricity, the amount of fuel delivered is more precise. So that's describing the differences between regular kind of old-style electromagnetically operated injectors and the new director direct injection fuel injectors that, like they say, they use... Um, Ah, piezoelectric um, controlled ceramic discs. So high-tech stuff. Anyway, continuing on. Voltage. Most injectors use 12 volts to energize the coil, and the driver energizes the circuit by pulling it to ground. When the injector is energized, the voltage drops to almost zero. If it does not, it could mean an open or weak connection in the wiring harness or open coils inside the injector. When the, in, when the voltage is turned off, the needle starts to close. When it closes, it generates a voltage spike known as the inductive kick. This is a, is a generating... This is a generated magnetic... magnetic okay, let me start. This is a generated magnetic field collapsing in the coils. This spike can range from 50 to 100 volts at low current. Some circuits use a diode to cap the voltages seen at the driver to prevent damage. These diodes will dump the voltage to ground if they reach a specific range. This may cause the peak to be cut off on the waveform. On the backside of the inductive kick, you may see a small positive hump or bump. This is the pintle hitting the seat of the injector and closing. This is a very powerful diagnostic insight. Do not back probe piezoelectric injectors. The voltages can range from 60 to 130 volts. You can damage some scopes with these high voltages. The best way to diagnose is with the current clamp. Current. The current waveform of a fuel injector is a ramp that shows the coil becoming saturated with current. The current ramp starts to go up as soon as the voltage is applied by the driver. The ramp can be split into two parts. The first part is where the injector is closed while the coil has yet to build up enough electromotive force needed to counteract the spring on the back of the pintle. Whew. What a bunch of work. When there is enough current in the coil, the needle moves. This event can be seen as a small rise in the slope. Where it appears in the slope is debatable. Many variables like injector specifications, fuel pressure, and other factors can change the position of the event on the waveform. However, some scopes not, might not be fast enough to catch it. This is another thing, getting this is off article, um, that separates the men from the boys as far as um, the expanse and the capability of any one scope is its uh, speed, its refresh rate, and how, how quickly it can operate. Okay, obviously less expensive DSOs or scopes are going to be um, less capable of catching everything that you might want to see. So again, if you're contemplating as a you know home car repair person or or even a professional, uh, you want to take into consideration what your requirements are before you buy potentially a rather expensive piece of equipment. So. Piezoelectric injectors have a different type of waveform. When voltage is applied to the stack of crystals, they change shape so the pintle can move. The polarity is then changed, the stack changes back to the original shape, and the pintle closes. The waveform for a piezoelectric injector will be a series of positive pulses and negative pulses. One side opens the injector, the other closes the injector. The length and number of pulses depend on how much fuel the engine needs. It is difficult to make a generalization 
about piezoelectric waveforms, the best advice is to find a known good waveform and OE service information. Okay. And finally, diagnostics. Diagnosing a saturated switch fuel injection, injection circuit with a scope can help you to confirm the health of the drivers and injectors. You can compare the waveforms to other injectors on the vehicle or to a known good waveform found online or in the service information. On their own, the current and voltage waveforms can confirm that the internals of the injector are moving. This can be very helpful when trying to track down a misfire problem due to an open, leaking, or stuck injector. So that's the end of that one. Um, you know, hopefully just again, maybe it was a curiosity for you. Maybe you have no inclination whatsoever of, of doing any of the things I just talked about, but maybe you just wanted to know more about what's going on with fuel injectors as far as electrically. Um, there's a lot going on, and certainly having a scope can be uh, can definitely lead you down um, you know, a path where you can more effectively diagnose things. But the other side of it is you've got to have experience and you have to know what you're looking at when you're using a scope. Uh, it's kind of like learning to, uh, to, to uh, decipher and, and uh, look at you know, like an EKG, you know, for a human heart as it's beating. Okay. Uh, sure. There's, you could see it's beating. Hopefully it's beating. <laughs> um, but if you don't know how to decipher the waveform, it really won't mean anything to you. Okay, so, and, but this is all stuff that can be learned, and, and like I say, if nothing else, this podcast just kind of maybe opens up a, a window for you and, and a little bit of information, and you take it from there. So I hope you found it interesting. Um, again, you know, check out podbean.com, Brad Kyle's Motorworks podcast. If you want to become a patron on that, I'd appreciate it. And uh, again, if you want to get a hold of me directly via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. I'm also on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, appreciate your time. Appreciate you listening. I hope you got something out of it. It was kind of a quickie. And uh, hope you have a great day and a fantastic tomorrow. And thank you again for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you and thank you again.